A podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. In this podcast, ELN reporter Dimitris Mevrokefalidis speaks with Guido Panzarasa and Django Sun, scientists from ETH Zurich, about a novel technology that could make wooden floors produce electricity. The solution has the potential to reduce energy consumption of a building if applied on a larger scale. Good morning, Quindo and uh, Tianzhuo. Thank you very much for joining Energy Live News. Uh, I would like to start to ask you uh, regarding your uh, recent uh, work. Uh, we have uh, learned that wooden floors generate energy from walking. How does this technology work? Yes, thank you. So uh, let's start from the, from the very beginning. Wood uh, is an excellent building material and uh, it has a very um, high added value for applications such as parquet and wooden floors. Our idea was to equip a wooden floor with the ability to generate electricity upon uh, walked upon. And um, then we exploited to this end an effect called triboelectricity production. It may sound complicated, but the underlying physical principle are the same behind the production of sparks uh, when you pet backwards a cat, if you know what I mean. So in general, when uh, two dissimilar materials are placed uh, periodically in contact, so there is a periodic contact and a separation, a transfer of electrical charges can happen between the two materials which then acquire respectively a positive and a negative charge. And as a result, if these two materials are connected to an external circuit, such as a lamp, then electricity can flow and you can light up the lamp. Now, wood has quite terrible triboelectrical properties. That is, wood doesn't have a strong tendency neither to lose nor to accept electrical charges. And in what is called a triboelectric series, an empirical list which organizes materials based on their relative ability to acquire or lose electrical charges upon periodic contact and release, what is basically in the middle. And so the main challenge associated to this project that is to make a triboelectric wooden floor was, first of all, to enable wood with the triboelectric properties. The second challenge was to do so while keeping the intrinsic sustainability and environmental benefits which are associated to the use of wood. So uh, from uh, what uh, you are saying, we can all understand that there are a few uh, benefits of uh, this type of wood if it is uh, applied uh, in a wide scale in a home uh, or an office in terms of the energy consumption and of course in, a, uh, in terms of the carbon footprint of uh, a building. Is that right? Yes, yes, in the sense uh, that... Uh, if you, like uh, these devices, which are based, uh, for example, on the triboelectric effect uh, and which uh, are called the triboelectric nanogenerators, enable to convert low-grade mechanical energy into useful electricity. 
uh, in this in a sense they they allow to extract energy from something which otherwise would just transform into thermal energy that is walking on a floor and these could uh, could help increase the energy efficiency of a building in the sense that the electricity produced in this way could be stored and then used later on to power small devices. And in this sense, it could help reduce the overall energy consumption of, of a building, especially if such materials are applied on relatively large areas and or areas where there is a very frequent passage of people. You found uh, specifically, uh, I just want to mention a figure that I have read in your research. You found that the uh, novel wooden floor can get 80 times more electricity than natural wood. Can you tell us a little bit more about that finding? Well, uh, yes. As I mentioned before, native wood doesn't uh, behave very, very well in terms of uh, triboelectric power generation. So in this sense, if you try to make the same kind of device out of a native wood, the the output would be quite negligible in terms of electricity. And that's why we functionalized wood. We introduced new components and into wood, but also we used wood not just as a passive scaffold, but to increase the the properties of uh, these uh, new introduced uh, materials. And more precisely, um, we had to make wood uh, both since the device is made of two pieces of wood that needed to be placed in contact and separated in a periodic way. One piece of wood needs to be made more tribopositive, that is, the, its ability to lose electrical charges needs to be improved. At the same time, the other piece of wood needs to be made more tribonegative. That is, the, its ability to attract to uh, negative, like more charges, to attract charges needs to be improved, and then it will become more tribonegative. To make it, to make wood more tribopositive. We grown, uh, in, uh, we grew in situ inside the wood scaffold nanocrystals of uh, a metal organic framework called ZIF8. It is a nanostructure based on of metal and organic uh, linkers in which the two components are linked in an organized lattice, similar to a crystal. And this material has been reported to be tribopositive. However, its mechanical properties are quite poor. The mechanical stability is something what wood excels about. And if you introduce this material inside wood, you can have the best of the two worlds. You make wood more tribopositive, and uh, thanks to the action of these nanocrystals, which uh, also add a nanoscale roughness to the intrinsic microscale roughness of wood. And uh, since we are talking about uh, periodic contact and release, the, up to a certain extent, the more rough is the interface, 
the best it is for the electrical output. Just to understand the scale uh, of the benefit that uh, can come from uh, the uh, wide application of this kind of uh, wood, can we say that if a small, you know, a small room is all covered with this kind of uh, wood flooring, the offering, mm-hmm. the measure could power all the devices of the room. How many steps are needed to power a LED bulbs or a TV or uh, charge a mobile, perhaps? The, third, the answer to the first question, that is, uh, to power all the devices in a room, etc. Uh, if we consider an average uh, room, such as with, uh, with a television, uh, with different lights uh, and, uh, and so on, then uh, a wooden floor like this wouldn't be able to substitute a connection to an electrical grid. No, that's not the point. The point is, uh, on one end, to extract useful electricity from uh, common movements, which otherwise wouldn't, um, wouldn't be useful, let's say. And uh, on the other hand, the electricity produced, just as our work uh, shows, the electricity produced just by simply walking on a prototype uh, which has the size of an A4 paper sheet is enough to light to light up a two watt bulb. So um, it's quite efficient. It is uh, quite efficient, but uh, due to the nature of the process itself, it's not uh, extremely useful to power on the spot devices, but rather it's best when the electricity produced is stored, for example, in a, by charging a capacitor or a, an accumulator, and then ah. the electricity can produce, can be used later on. For how example, many steps, uh, sorry for interrupting you, how many steps are needed to power for, I don't know, for five minutes a light bulb? Have you measured that? Uh, no, not really. We didn't uh, make such a calculation also because uh, it's, um, we made a, a preliminary study by charging, uh, by measuring the time required to charge different capacitors. And uh, from, from these, one could, uh, could estimate the, the amount of the charge produced after uh, time of walking, let's say. But... Uh, we prefer not to make such a calculation because it's very difficult to translate it to the real world then, because it depends on different factors such as the frequency of the, the walking, the, the, the footsteps, the, 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 the weight applied for, for each footstep and so on. So in this sense, I would rather prefer not to give a definitive answer in this sense. When do you expect uh, that this type of wood could hit uh, the market and what is needed? What must be done to reach uh, the market? In principle, this kind of approach could hit the market in the near future. Uh, But I must uh, underline that the main goal of the work we just published was to demonstrate a proof of co- as a proof of concept that uh, it is possible to make uh, triboelectric non generators based mostly on wood and uh, to hit the market it will be necessary to do more research 
in this sense, because the, the method that we described to modify wood, uh, to make it more triple-electric, uh, yes, in principle, it is more scalable. So it could be applied directly on an industrial scale, but uh, for sure is not the most convenient approach, both in terms of the cost of the, the, the procedure to make it more tribopositive compared to that to make, used to make it more tribonegative. In that case, it's just coating the wood with a common silicone, which, which is very cheap and it's just a very simple coating procedure. But we are also working in this direction to, to make new prototypes more industrially friendly. Can we say that in uh, uh, two or five uh, years' time uh, from now, probably we could be able to, to use uh, in a wider scale in buildings? Because, you know, we are living in a world that every building, uh, every construction company uh, tries to find better and more efficient energy efficiency uh, measures to uh, deploy. So what do you think? Well, yes, uh, I mean, it is plausible. It is plausible. It depends... Uh on different factors, uh, it depends uh, for sure the implementation of uh, such devices uh, in the real world uh, will require different professionals to work uh, together from uh, the scientific point of view, that is from the research point of view, to find the, the best uh, compromise between uh, cost production costs and also uh, environmental sustainability to designers and architects to, to implement and also and, and also to other electrical engineers because this also requires to, to install a grid to, to collect and, and then store the, the electricity. It's, I would say that it's definitely a work in progress. Jianzhuo, uh, uh, is it something that uh, you would like to add? I think if you want to put uh, this product uh, on the market, uh, it will take longer time, for example, 10 years, because the technology of uh, triple electric uh, nanogenerators was invented uh, for only about uh, 10 years. So it takes and it requires more time to address issues in this technology. For example, it's a low current. Although it can generate uh, a relative high voltage, but the current is very low. It's only about uh, microamps. And uh, we also need to figure out a proper power management uh, and so on. Yeah. Quindo and uh, Chenjuo, thank you very much for your time. It was really a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Energy Live News podcast. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.energylivenews.com.